0: Two, one, zero, ignition, liftoff of the Falcon 9 and crew, Dragon, go NASA, go SpaceX, Godspeed, bottom dog. T-plus, 30 seconds into this historic mission. Flying crew on board Dragon and Falcon 9 and look at them go.
1: That was quite something. It was a great combination of the awesome technological capabilities of the United States and NASA with SpaceX and and the pomp and the circumstance and the the tension and the rest of it combined with that Elon Musk bit of wink I mean the the guys were you know doing some funny stuff with their hands getting ready for the launch it's an all touch screen capsule which is amazing and at one point during as they get into space the guy unleashed his zero gravity dinosaur a purple sparkly dinosaur to show us all that there was zero gravity in the in the capsule. Was Elon Musk there? Uh, I did not see him in any shot or anything. How about Grimes or a little, sh- little
2: Ash XL52? <laughs>
1: don't believe they were on scene.
3: <laughs> After getting pump faked and consuming like all the pregame coverage of the, the original scrub launch, I didn't watch any of the pregame stuff, but I know Elon was heavily featured in interviews on the original launch day. I don't know if they recreated all of that stuff for, for the actual launch. Um, but did you did you see the astronauts do the do the bro fist bump? Yes. when they when they
1: got into the atmosphere, yeah. I loved that. It was funny. I, I was surprised how tense I was during the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like during the countdown, the extended countdown, when uh, the gal said ninety uh, four seconds to ignition, everything's a go. Blah blah blah. I was like, oh my god, a minute and a half. What is it like in that capsule right now? Them thinking this is going to happen. This is going to now. I know uh, both of them are pretty experienced astronauts, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. I know the Both one Bob guy. Bob and Doug, the hosers. <laughs> we all thought it, Sean. Looking yeah. forward to the the next uh, trip with astronauts Wayne and Garth and Bill and Ted. Yeah, exactly. But it was it was awesome to watch, and it was a great moment for the nation when we desperately needed it. Unfortunately, it was kind of eclipsed over the weekend by professional thieves and an idiot uh, rev- would be revolutionaries.
2: So that. Space Launch was our first successful Supra atmospheric launch operated by a par- private com- com- company.
1: Supra atmospheric. They launched a Toyota Supra into space. Oh,
2: and did you the the
3: clips of the the actual rockets landing back down on those platforms oh, in the ocean? Yeah. I couldn't I, I could not believe wow. that that was an actual thing. It looked like video being run in reverse to make it land on the right. on the oh, castle. Yeah, yeah. But it was
1: it, it it free it free fell
3: from space.
1: Stabilized the p- camera on it so you could watch it going down, down, mm-hmm. down, down, down. Stabilized itself with its boosters
3: and just perfectly, just kind of softly, just kissed the ground as it touched down. And that's and, the- and now we can reuse that rocket to yeah. send
2: more people. Yeah, that's the that's the biggest leap forward, really, of the whole thing.
1: Oh yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Every society thinks, well, we've advanced about as far as we can. You know, every every generation. There are untold discoveries and journeys and, and, and you know, leaps forward in medicine, whatever else to be made. Can and I we, just, I appreciate the reminder of the incredible things we can do. But can we overcome human nature to
2: enjoy any of that stuff? As we saw human nature over the weekend, that was the same thing that was going on 50 years ago, 500 years ago, and 5,000 years ago.
1: It'll be a wrestling match. Hell Yeah. It'll be a fight. That's why, whether you read something like Enlightenment Now or The Miracle, which is about the Enlightenment and Western Civilization, um, you realize it's, it's been an amazing achievement to form coherent, stable societies that allow human beings to flourish. The natural state of man is, well, you know, to quote Locke, nasty, brutish, and short, uh, life that we've built this incredible thing, and some people want to tear it down with the only a naive, jackass, overeducated college student could believe that if we tear things down, things will absolutely get better. They're just ignorant, ignorant of history. Heads filled with ridiculous ideas by wackadoo college professors who couldn't hold a real job if you pressed a silk shirt. I lost my train of thought.
2: Somebody texted the world will always need a clown, Jack. Well thank you. I guess. I don't know what is that. That's supposed to be uplifting?
1: I don't know. Is that encouragement or is he name calling? What, what's going on? Here? I don't know. <laughs> I'm about to sneeze. Hold on Hey, well Jack's sneezing, let's run the clip of the year. It's it's June first. You can't declare a clip of the year, but this one will absolutely be in the final four.
2: Sounds like from your experience, you see someone actually walking away with a cheesecake there after the cheesecake factory was looted. Unclear where they may have gotten that. Yeah. Oh,
1: boy. Oh, golly. May I offer a suggestion? Hmm. Where they might have gotten the cheesecake. <laughs> no, no, there's no knowing it, Sean. There's no no way to nail it down. It's Unclear. Noble. Exactly.
2: You run with all kinds of other verified uh, facts, unverified facts, oh. all the time. Important stuff. You'll yeah. run that all the time. You're not willing to just go ahead and say the cheesecake from came from the cheesecake factory, though, unless you can get some, you know, well, double blind verification of the story.
1: Well, it's in the name. I mean, it's not like they were looting a baker's square, and maybe you're unfamiliar with their over, you know, their their line. It's the Cheesecake Factory.
2: Sounds like, from your experience, you see someone actually walking away with a cheesecake there
0: after the Cheesecake Factory was looted. Unclear where they may have gotten that. Uh, it's pretty
2: clear. <laughs> so, to... to the opposite of unclear.
1: <laughs> the uh, the unwillingness... Class A, Moron. The willingness to promote your narrative no matter w- what you see. NPR this morning, I actually I jotted it down real quickly because I thought it was so extraordinary. Um, they were talking on Nakedly Progressive Radio about uh, how um, a lot of people were saying it was Antifa types and outside agitators who were smashing stuff after the sun went down. The rest of it, and they said it's not clear how many, if any, of the protesters are affiliated with Antifa. In Minnesota, some believe right-wing white supremacists are are uh, stoking the protests. So wait, whoa, 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 whoa. you just re- you said listen, there's no proof of anything, but I heard it's white supremacists. Well okay, if you're if you're not going to traffic in the unproved, unproven, well then don't traffic in it, but stop it. Yeah, there are white supremacists in in Minnesota stoking the fire. And that cheesecake
2: might have come from an Auto Parts store or a Jamba Juice.
1: Yeah, you don't know that. You can't leap to those conclusions.
2: Um I'm going to throw this in here at the end of the segment cuz I don't want to talk about it for very long. Uh you mentioned it's June 1st, so it is officially 5 years Uh, Since the end of my cancer treatment, which is what they call the end date of your, I don't whatever. Anyway, I'm five years cancer-free today, according to the way they look at things. Which, I did a little research over the weekend. Medically, there's some belief that that doesn't really mean much. There's some belief that used to be believed it was a big deal. Now there's some belief. But I'll tell you what it does mean a lot to. And they still mean, it means a lot to them. A lot, a lot to them. Uh, Life insurance companies. Oh, boy. That's who it means a lot to being five years cancer-free. So that's where it's the biggest thing. For whatever reason, man, that's a huge cutoff for you can't afford this at all to now you can kind of afford it.
0: Mm.
1: Just remember the sweet spot. Enough that you take care of the family, not enough that the wife has incentive to bump <laughs> you off.
2: Well, yeah. My life changed to where I needed more cancer or, or more life insurance, and then I realized that uh, I can't get it. Or at least not at a cost that makes it worth trying to get at all. If right. you've had cancer, which I don't know, I get it. They're a for profit business, but, um, what was I going to say?
1: It's a, well, oh, congratulations. Is that what you no, say? Some you people, have a...
2: I'm not a, I'm not one of those people. I don't, I've never used the term cancer survivor. I don't like it. I think it's silly. No offense if you think it's important. All I did was take the medicine they gave me and it worked. I didn't do anything. I mean, I suppose I could have stepped in front of a bus, and I didn't. But other than that, I didn't really do anything. And then I certainly haven't done anything over the last five years other than let time pass, and it didn't come back, which I had no role in whatsoever. You've done it brilliantly. Thank you. I've worked really hard at it. Yes, yes. am not allowing it to return. Um, oh, what but what was interesting to me, though, is uh, I did my last radiation treatment today five years ago. So I did whatever it was, six months of chemotherapy and then a month and a half of radiation. And um, by the end of that, I was quite ill and quite ready for it to be over because um, it's, it's a very draining experience. But I remember, like, the one-year anniversary, I was still kind of rattled, and then two-year anniversaries, but now it's as if it happened to somebody else. Mm. I have to, like, remind myself that it actually happened to me, and then I don't, like, just remember it because I read about it somewhere. It's funny how time works
1: that Yeah, way. it works that way with a lot of stuff, both yeah. positives yeah. and negatives, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. I think of some of my alleged triumphs and think, yeah, I know that happened, but uh, it's got nothing to do with now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. If it
2: hadn't happened, would I feel any different right now? Right.
1: Not really. Right. Those trophies were thrown out 30 years ago or 10 or 5 or whatever, and it's just life goes on. It's it's okay. It's good Thank God
2: for modern medicine. Here's the thing I'll always remember is the doctor telling me, boy, things have changed. If you'd gotten that when I started being a doctor, you'd be dead already. Wow. Well, that's a good one. Wow. That's a good one right there. Thank God for modern medicine. And it's five years better now than it was when I was getting the medicine.
1: To get back to the beginning of the segment. Yeah. And the space rocket and the developments, and, and soon we'll know a lot more about the stupid COVID, I hope. And I hope what we learn will be helpful. The history of, you know, vaccines for coronaviruses is not great. Yeah, they might land on Mars. Not great is a uh, a hell of an understatement. They might (laughs) land on Mars and
2: get some special Mars dust that cures all kinds of diseases.
1: Oh, (laughs) or or kills us all, you don't know. Or guys with pallets full of bricks may cave in your head. Who knows? (laughs) Hey, that's why life is exciting. It's a crapshoot, isn't it? You put your money down, you roll the dice.
2: Come on. (laughs) We'll bring you up to date on the very latest, because there is a latest coming up next.
1: The Armstrong and Getty
2: Show. So the president or the government declared Antifa a terrorist organization over the weekend. Yes. What does that mean? What, what goes Not along with that? Not
1: much. Uh, there isn't like a specific legal framework like foreign terrorist organizations. I don't. It it could have some significance, but. The stuff I've read said uh, that it's, it's not exactly clear what that means or what will happen now. I, I, I'm glad to hear it.
2: So, Antifa's been around for a while. What are they? Well, let's ask Teen Vogue who they are. <clears throat>
1: Teen uh, Vogue I just, has I've, gone nuts. I've
2: just become yeah recently aware of the fact that Teen Vogue is a landing place for a lot of your super lefty journalism.
1: Yeah. Teen Vogue, of all places. Forget the name. It has become like, uh, you know, your your bill Ayers Weather Underground Monthly.
2: Well, How can I forget the name? If I'm a 16-year-old that wants to know what's the hot eye makeup, I would right. think Teen Vogue is where I want to go. Mm-hmm. Not long articles, misleading articles about Antifa.
1: I've read a couple of quotes where they're pretty open with, yeah, we're trying to indoctrinate young people. We want them to believe what we believe.
2: According to Teen Vogue, <laughs> quote, Uh, Antifa grows out of a larger revolutionary politics that aspires toward creating a better world, but the primary motivation is to stop racists from organizing.
1: Uh, But they get to define everybody who disagrees with them as racist. This
2: is from Andy Nose's Twitter feed. We've had him on before, right? He's been beaten down in the streets in uh, Portland by by Antifa in the past. He's no fan of them. As he he points out uh, in his Twitter feed over the weekend, and he was very active, Um, Antifa are organized in multiple units. Scouts monitor perimeter of an area and provide live audio text updates, updates. They are street. They have street medics who are trained to get injured comrades out. And there are those who carry out violence with weapons and firebombs they use to signal to communicate. He retweeted this from the Minneapolis police incendiary materials and accelerants like water bottles filled with gasoline have been found hidden in bushes and throughout neighborhoods in Minneapolis. Um, he says that's Antifa. They they go out and they place these around so they're ready to go whenever, you know, the S hits the fan. Um, they are horizontally organized, meaning they don't have figureheads or leaders. It's part of their ideology that there should be no authority or state. Mistake, then, to assume that this means they have no organization. It's a different type of organizing that the media isn't used to, so it's difficult for them to... Uh, To understand.
1: Yeah, I read an article today in one of your big publications that said you really can't call them an organization. They don't have a hierarchy or a headquarters. I thought, you you just don't get it yet. Uh, All the other protesters, looters, opportunists, they are just human
2: shields for Antifa. When police try to make arrests or disperse the mob, these people are usually injured first. Footage of these injuries are then massively amplified by sympathetic media. This leads to politicians politicians pressuring police to withdraw or scale back, and who benefits Antifa. Oh, and then he also retweeted on a slightly different topic, an American professor who is giving instructions to radicals on how to properly tear down statues. You
1: gotta love professors. Very nice. The university system is a net negative at this point. It needs serious reform. But yeah, Andy No, who is a... Little Asian gay member of the white supremacist patriarchy, according to the lunatics of Antifa. You know, and if there are any, and NPR would have you believe, like Klansmen trying to whip up trouble in various cities, round them up too. Anybody's breaking the law, smashing stuff, burning stuff, looting, round them up. Throw them in jail. Prosecute them to the fullest extent of the law. I don't care which way they swing politically. You're either... A righteous protester exercising your First Amendment rights, or you're a criminal. And I don't care what stripe you are. Round them up.
2: I don't know where this is going.
1: There are protests all over Europe, too. We haven't yeah, really talked yeah. about that. Well, and honestly, like uh, uh, New Zealand and, and Australia. Uh, as well. J- Japan, I saw one as well. Oh, is that right? Yeah, wow. Yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah. They found, Germany. I saw one in Germany.
2: I saw a, a, a little uh, thrown together memorial for uh, Mr. Floyd in Syria.
1: Wow. Okay. That's some complicated politics, yeah. uh, and and listen, if you look at it as people standing up for the rights of individuals against the power of the state used incorrectly or illegally or immorally, you know I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. Th- there is a balance. I'm pro cop. I'm pro law and order. But you can't have citizens being abused just because somebody's got a badge. I think we all agree on that. But the, 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 the looters and smashers and, and, and violent types round them the hell up. Jack, here's a little tip for you. Uh, I don't need to know about your private life. I'm sure I'd be shocked and horrified by certain periods of it, but <laughs> if you hire a couple of male sex workers to stage an abduction... A couple? No, I've never done that. Two. <clears throat> If you hire two male sex workers to launch a fantasy abduction against you for your sexual kinks, for the love of God, make sure you give them the right address. Oh, jeez. All right. <laughs> Check twice. We'll have that story for you coming up. Oh. It went every badly as every bit as badly as you think it. Oh boy! Oh, wow. oh golly! And it was going to be so hot. Really terrible. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Trust me when I tell you, you're going to hire a couple of uh, sex worker guys to abduct you. Make sure you give them the right address or there will be a lot of feelings hurt, a lot of misunderstandings, and unfortunately people will have to go to jail. So stay tuned for that tale. It's uh, mm, unfortunate. Imagine you come out to your kitchen. And, uh, well, well, anyway, we'll get to that.
2: So I never know if I should do this or not. Do you? Is it important to mention the race of the reporter here? I'm colorblind, Joe. Some I, I literally am colorblind. <laughs> I've taken the test. That's right. I'm Elon colorblind.
1: Musk is an African American, and you're colorblind.
2: Uh, I'm not very deep or enlightened, but I am colorblind. <laughs> um, but Jason Riley is a black guy who writes for the Wash the Wall Street Journal, and uh, he had this to say.
0: What I'm a little concerned about though, Fred, is, is, is that a lot of people out there protesting are doing so because they are convinced that, that this happens all the time to black people. Every day that we walk around in fear of law enforcement treating us like this. And I don't think that what I saw is representative of either police behavior uh, or, or what black people go through on a daily basis. And one of my concerns is that, um, uh, that you know, we, we have more examples of this in terms of media covering more of this and particularly with blanket media coverages when they happen because of social media and so forth but this does not mean that this is happening more often and and those two things are not distinguished in much of the coverage and i find that that very disturbing and that uh, you know
2: that's the one of the problems we have with modern media with child abductions or school shootings or all kinds of different things Mm-hmm. Is um, trying to keep straight the statistics versus the amount of coverage. So that's one thing, and he goes on with this.
0: Based on all the data we have, uh, police use of force has actually gone down considerably since the early 1970s. So these events happen less frequently, and yet because when they do happen, they get more attention, people have the opposite. Impression. My concern is that, you know, the, the police are going, there's going to be a, a, a pullback on the part of police in some of these communities in the aftermath of events like this, and then these communities will not get the policing that they need and they deserve going forward. And then you'll see more, more black lives lost as a result.
1: That's guaranteed to happen. Yeah, I think he makes a couple of good points. It reminds me a lot of child abductions and child disappearances and stuff, which is, I mean, Virtually all crime is way, way, way down, but you think it's everywhere because of media coverage. And the other point he made about the communities that really need good, aggressive policing, because there are a lot of bad people in them, tend to be lower income and often black neighborhoods, and they won't get that policing. You know, I've, I've had people point out in various ways in various forms via email or whatever, that, for instance, 10 times as many young black men were gunned down just in Chicago last year than were killed by police under any circumstances, you know, righteous or, or inappropriately or whatever nationwide. And so they say if Black Lives Matter really liked Black Lives, they'd be in Chicago. And, and you know, I, that's kind of a false comparison because you solve the problems you can solve. And just because you have a bigger problem, problem A, doesn't mean if you can solve problem B, you shouldn't try. I think you know anytime people are getting gunned down for bad reasons, you ought to see if you can prevent it. but it it is striking that the numbers are that much higher, and you don't see a massive march through Chicago every Saturday. Why not? That's how young black men are losing their lives, but at the same time, that doesn't mean it's okay for police to to uh, you know behave badly or do things they shouldn't do or kill people. It's absolutely not okay. You can have both. You ought to have neither. Here's the deal. This guy's kink is probably ought to have some transition music here, Michael.
2: We got this text. I don't think the story can get better than the setup. It's going to be tough because that was a very good setup. Very good setup.
1: Well, thank you. Uh, it's it's tough to screw this one up. Honestly, it's, uh, <laughs> transition music, Michael.
2: Yeah, 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 no kidding. No kidding. Do we need transmission? Transition music or transmission music?
1: I haven't seen this video in years. Na, 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 na. Jack's doing the dance, everybody. Oh, this the video is, great. is worth watching. <laughs>
0: Little
1: key changer. Alright, turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> so this guy, he's a regular at at the local kinkatorium. He he's a he's a the he's,
2: local kinkatorium. He's
1: a fella. He enjoys the company of other fellas. Okay? okay. I've heard of that. Yes. I <clears throat> mean like friends? Mm, no, 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 he's 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 what we call a gay man, Sean. He'd prefer in his intimate moments to be with other fellers. So, uh he he paid a little over $3,000. Oh my gosh. <laughs> for to live out his fantasy of two fellers coming to his house armed with machetes oh. and make like they're abducting him.
2: Nothing would give me less of an erection than being abducted by machete-wielding thugs. <laughs> <laughs> Sex would be so far from my mind. Well, it's all set up, though. Not this. This is the hottest thing I've ever seen. You guys want to kill me with machetes. Oh, I'm so hot right now. All right, now.
1: look. Here's the deal. I need you guys to break in. or That back door, I think, was open. But uh, break in. I'm going to be in my underwear. You tie me up. Oh, jeez. And then... Then and you thought it was strange already, and then pleasure me with a broom. All right. <laughs> the old sweeperoonie. Uh evidently, though, this guy who is a regular, he had forgotten three thousand dollars. Yeah, I know. I'll do it for ah, half that much. That's a big night. It's a big night. It's not a regular thing. It's like going out for a steak dinner. You do it once a year. <laughs> But so anyway, or maybe it's like your fortieth birthday or something. Uh, but uh, the problem was that uh, since he had last used this service, he had relocated and hadn't oh, given them his new address. Right. Oh wow. So, so this guy who lives in this house now sees a light on in his who kitchen. May not want to be abducted <laughs> and
2: pleasured with a broom, right? By but, men with
1: machetes. I mean, I'm willing to try virtually anything, but. Uh, so he notices a light on in his kitchen. He assumes it was this buddy of his who often stops by to, to make coffee. Um, huh. But then the, uh, the the two hired guys said, Jimmy, you've been a bad boy. The guy turns on the lights and sees two guys with machetes. Oh, geez. You would S-a-B. And, and, and visibly <laughs> aroused. Oh. Yes.
2: Now I'm confused.
1: Right. And uh, and now, thank God, quote unquote, Jimmy said. Number one, my name ain't Jimmy. <laughs> Number two, what are the two of you doing in my kitchen with machetes, fully charged? Number three, put that away, and I don't mean the machete. Right, right. right. And uh, the guy said, "Wait a minute, you're not Jimmy." And he said, "No, I'm not." And they said, "Oh my God, we're so sorry." <laughs> shook his hand Our our faces I'm red I'm not shaking hands <laughs> shook his hand and and off they went Yeah yeah um and they uh
2: will look back on this and laugh someday
1: Wow Yeah the uh they the the, the one the guy was a little freaked out and brought charges but the, the authorities eventually uh decided that it was unintentional um and that it was not really an armed thing because they just and It'd be it, no different than if I just, you know,
2: I got a friend who used to, you know, yeah. The, the sex part of it's got
1: nothing to do with anything. Not really. Although, again, the mental picture. Picture your kitchen. You walk out in the middle of the night. It's like if you hired a dog
2: walker and they went to the wrong house.
1: Exactly. It's, it's very Sings. much like that. <laughs> Except with, with machetes and erections. But instead of with a bone. I'm letting them walk my dog. <laughs> bone Yeah. Gotcha. Yes. Well, that's highly unfortunate. Yeah. Just, uh, keep your address updated with all. When you move, have a list. <laughs> Credit card companies, right? Reader's Digest. Or, Amazon.com. <laughs> or take the extra 30 seconds.
3: Double check at checkout. <laughs> uh, you know, just update. Check your information when you're hitting the, the default the, the, the shipping address. Yeah,
1: yeah. Exactly. Let's all take a moment and avoid this sort of messy uh, misunderstanding. <laughs> oh, jeez. Anyway, I hope everybody had a mask on and socially distanced with their machetes and their their units. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: I saw a good tweet over the weekend. I was trying to find it out. Oh, maybe I can do it from memory. The year started at 1974. Impeachment. Went into 1918 pandemic, then 1929 depression, and now we're 1968
1: mm. race riots. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's a lot of in Of course, one... there was a giant flu pandemic in '68 as well. That's that a, nobody talks about. That's a lot in a
2: couple <clears throat> of months, though. It's been a hell of a year, and and most of those are you know
1: at a very high level.
2: Impeachment was pretty. Weak. Although there's only been three in our nation's history, yeah. So there you go.
1: Yeah, but this one was weak.
2: God, that seems like a hundred
1: years ago. Yeah, I know it. I know it.
2: How how much will that affect people's vote? God damn it! <laughs> Are you kidding me?
1: That's hilarious. Right, right. The White House and Congress. Now, we're we're. Let's get to the COVID for a second. The uh, the economics of it. The White House and Congress are now discussing bribing you $450 a week to go back to work, having overpaid people for staying home, at least in some cases. Paying you to go to work, isn't that what work is? Yes, yes. Senator Rob Portman, husband of Natalie Portman, mm. has proposed that the federal government gives people who, s- who stop collecting unemployment and go back to work 450 bucks a week for several weeks. <clears throat> Others, including White House officials and Representative Kevin Brady, are tax have discussed allowing workers to get up to twelve hundred dollars if they find a job, according to three. So the government will pay you to work, and you're getting paid to work. Well, I, well once you start, I will
2: go to the highest bidder. Whoever pays me to stay home or to go
1: to work wins. <laughs> I'm fine either way. I'll either be bored at home or kind of worn out at work. Either way, I'm going to be mildly grumpy. Let's start the bidding at $1,000 a week. $1,000. Republican lawmakers have repeatedly expressed concern that the increase in unemployment benefits approved by Congress in March reward workers for staying home. They're concerned about that because it does. I tell you what, Once you once you start down this road, where does it end? Do we have
2: time to do that libertarian thing? Because I find that pretty interesting.
1: Oh yeah, or boy, should we save that right to, for tomorrow? Yeah, well, we could do it both. I mean, we could just uh, uh, try it. Three minutes there.
2: is plenty of time.
1: Try it out there and have you consider it for a while. Okay, I was just reading Barack Obama's statement about the whole uh, riot and thing. Was, oh, that's right,
2: pretty interesting. The former president made a statement this morning.
1: Well, he makes the point. Interestingly enough, a similar point to one we've made many, many times. That's that most of the governing takes place locally or at your state level. Yeah, as a obsessing with the president, particularly about police reform, right?
2: As a former community organizer, he's trying to organize communities, which we all should do more of, including myself. It's uh, maybe the great weakness we've got going as a society is that we don't get more involved at a local level in all our politics.
1: Well, as media has become almost entirely nationalized, that's all we have is national media. Local papers dying, local radio stations dying. Argue, watch, read about the
2: presidential election endlessly, but then when you're driving to the polling place on election day, all those signs in yards and on your county roads and everything like that about various city supervisors (laughs) and school board members and everything, you got no idea Mm -hmm. because we don't pay any attention to that, most of us. Only who's president, which yeah. is really a dumb way to run society.
1: Well, I generally vote for the people who are last in the alphabet because uh, science has shown that most people usually vote for the first person alphabetically, and I, so I pity you know Ron Zimzik, who's probably going to be a hell of a school board member. It does not take long to read these people's statements. You're right; we all ought to be better at it. But so this is the Twitter things Jack, Jack's talking about. We'll we'll re bring it up during tomorrow's show, I think. But uh, this is from Trevor Burris from Cato Institute, and they're uh, libertarian types at Cato. Cops are to conservatives what teachers are to the left. In reality, both are unionized public employees who have used political power to set up systems that insulate them from accountability and impose immense costs on society. For both, the bottom 10% at minimum have to go. He's talking about the 10% worst cops and the 10% worst teachers. Can't argue with that. Interestingly enough... Every damn cop in America would agree with that statement. And every teacher. Yes, they would, 100%. If you mention this, you get the same response depending on ideology. Those are public servants. Have you ever done that job? That's the hardest job on the planet. They're selfless heroes who make diddly squat to make our country a better place. There's a lot of truth to that. You can be a supporter of police and not be worshipful, be smart, You know, understand there's some bad apples. Likewise, teachers. I love. I I know a lot of teachers. I love teachers. Um, my sister is a teacher. Um, but often the teachers' union exists to shelter them from any accountability for being crappy. And the ten percent need to go. The worst ten percent.
2: I think well, if we were well, all bo- so- both organizations have made it very hard to get rid of the bad ones. Yeah, no doubt about it.
1: Yeah. Yep, and it makes it worse for the rest of them. I think that's a personal, perfectly reasonable point of view, but everybody's so divided into their camps, you know. And, and when you're at war, we all perceive ourselves to be at war with each other. When you're at war, no, you don't tend to criticize your own side. You're too busy, you know, at war. But no, that's some perfectly sensible stuff from Trevor. I appreciate him pointing that out. And it's funny how, like, some of my conservative friends are, are really uncomfortable with that discussion. But the cops themselves, and I know plenty of cops, say 10%. It's more like 20.
0: You know you wanna happy indeed. I'm Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. final no.
2: That's haunting. Here's your host, Joe
1: Getty. <laughs> Let's get a final thought to wrap up the the, the day, shall we? There he is. He presses the buttons in the control room. Michelangelo, final thought. Yeah, I love the video of large groups of
3: citizens guarding buildings so they couldn't get looted. Keep it up. Just put a bunch of big, strong people out there, though. Heck yeah. Positive Sean, final thought for us. My favorite tweet regarding Antifa over the weekend. Stalin was anti-fascist. Opposing him doesn't make me pro-fascist.
2: Very nice. Very nice. Jack, a final thought. So I went to the pharmacy yesterday to the CVS because I needed to pick up some medicine for my son. And it was closed because they were worried about rioting, which is really crazy in the location of this strip mall. But (laughs) worse than that, I had the burden of Damascus, which you only understand if you're a long term listener. So the, the, the and I was like counting on the pharmacy being open. And it was closed, and I thought I gotta run next door to the grocery store, and it was closed also. Oh, no. It was uh one of the worst moments of my life. Did you so go see, San
1: Francisco Bum? So see, I'm a victim too in all this. Right on the sidewalk. My final thought is I was so unmotivated over the weekend. I know this is funny to you, Jack, since you have little kids and are constantly busy, but I was like, uh, you know, I could work on some music. Asked Judy, you wanna we got some plants we wanna plant. You wanna do that? Meh. <laughs> so today I'm determined to do something, anything. Maybe I'll rearrange the silverware drawer. Maybe I'll—I don't know—clean out the fridge. Just something. God, that was weird. I just could. I think I'm just down because of all the all the ugliness. I think it's wearing on my soul.
2: Yeah, I think the whole country's got some of that. I know my my son got together with uh, one of his friends yesterday at the park, and they were just so happy to play. I think we were breaking a number of laws. I'm not sure. Nobody seems to care anymore. Like, whatever. Go ahead, show up. What are you going to do? Arrest me? Go ahead, arrest me. I'll I'll, I'll videotape with my phone. I don't know. What are you going to give me a ticket? I ain't paying it. Yeah, depending
1: (laughs) on what part of the world you're in, things are substantially back to normal in a lot of places. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four hour workday. So many people to think So little time. Go to ArmstrongandGetty.com. We have all of our podcasts there. Some great, fun Armstrong and Getty swag. Give each other gifts. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Something we ought to be talking about. Send it along.
2: We'll see you tomorrow with the latest, and I hope there's not much. God bless America.
0: You having a good time? Okay, I I did not say that. I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. (laughs) That's sad. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say. How very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just
1: change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll
0: be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words.
1: It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're,
0: you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing?
2: See someone actually walking away with a cheesecake there after the cheesecake factory was looted. Unclear where they may have gotten that. Armstrong.